We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Big Social Show! tonight's think so joe show rest in peace irv weinstein i know that doesn't mean anything to you ouch <laughs> well because you grew up in long island you weren't here for any of irv weinstein's run as like the king of local news in buffalo okay uh but uh legendary anchorman like like back before there was you know internet and all that other fun shit to distract you from everyday from everyday life it's where people get their news now there there yeah there was the uh there there was the evening news on WKBW channel 7 eyewitness news with Irv Weinstein and like i think that was like a household thing for everybody in buffalo in fact i was watching channel 2 news this morning and one of the uh, anchors on channel 2 said man i used to compete against Irv Weinstein every night at 11 and get my ass kicked every night I uh my, my I don't think he said it that way, but you know. my my local my my local guy was Al Roker, so <laughs> so our guy was better, is what you're saying. Uh, I got a fat black guy, I win, <laughs> and my my black guy didn't die first. Ooh. So boom! <laughs> yeah, we just got a nerdy Jewish guy, so we win. <laughs> White and nerdy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Irv Weinstein was like a local, like 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 th- to the point where when we lost Irv Weinstein yesterday, I I, I, I had this thought of, God damn, now I kind of hope the Bills win this game and, and get what the help they need to get in the playoffs and maybe not win the Super Bowl, but get in the playoffs for Irv. Hey, ha- yeah, have him get into the Super Bowl and have him lose again. Yeah, right. Because that would just... Irv covered all that. <laughs> oh, man, because that would just... Oh, God, that'd be so terrible. Yeah, Irv was, Irv was anchoring the desk for all of those. Apparently, everyone's pissed off about the Bills game because of one catch. Oh, my God, man. I, I was, But but they lost by more than one catch. Sure. I had I had a rare Sunday where I didn't have to do anything, so I watched the Bills game. And as soon as I saw this, uh, as soon as I saw this controversial play, I went on the Internet, and, of course, there's just nothing but outrage. Belly aching. And, and I gotta say, and, and this is from an outsider's perspective, I hate the Patriots just as much as you guys do. It was not a catch. Get over it. <laughs> I, I I mean, like, you know, I, I could see, you know, it was ruled a catch on the field or whatever, but if you watch the replay, he did not have control of the ball before he got out of, before he got out of bounds. I've I, seen worse calls than that. I think the, I think the worst thing was uh, one of the Bills players after the game actually said... I wonder how much uh, the Patriots are paying the the reps, <laughs> which that's the funny thing, because that's one of the first times an you know an official NFL player has said something like yeah that, right, which I think he should be fined and suspended because of it, because what you're saying is you can you have no proof whatsoever. But I'm just, you know, it's okay sure. for the president, but I don't think it's okay for an NFL player to, <laughs> to say something like that. So to accuse somebody of cheating when they, when yeah, they have when no have proof, no, yeah, when you have no proof whatsoever, and it's like it's one of those things because it's so everyone says that that the Patriots cheat. Everyone. Sure. I mean, if, even though they have, you know, the the best uh, defenses and offenses <laughs> in the NFL for about a decade, but they're just cheaters. Yeah, I mean, like. The Patriots win no matter who's the quarterback. I mean, the the one time that Buffalo has beaten them recently was like they had the fourth string quarterback yeah. that they had to, you know, recruit from the local high school or <laughs> some shit. 
Um, but I mean, you know, I hate I hate the Patriots just as much as anybody else. But I, I gotta say, I, I think that was the right call. I, I think overturning that was the right call. Quite honestly, I'm sure I'll get hate messages and tweets about that. But what are you gonna do? You know? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But uh, didn't another team lose? So the so the Bills still have a chance to get to the Bills. Okay, for this wild is, card. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, the Bills have a chance to uh, actually get in as a wild card. Uh, they do have to beat Miami on Sunday. Uh-oh. Um, which they did a couple of weeks ago. Well, are they home or away? They're away. Oh, see, that's the problem. No, I, I agree. I agree because I was I was uh, joking around telling people, well, it's not fair Miami had to play here in a foot of snow. <laughs> they, they're not used to that. They're from warm weather. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, the Bills have to play Miami in Miami to have to win. Now, not only do they have to win, but Baltimore has to lose or uh, Tennessee... And somebody else have to lose. I want to say Jacksonville, but I'm not positive. Damn. I don't think it's Jacksonville, actually. <laughs> I don't know. How can the Bills make the playoffs? Every other team dies. Pretty much. <laughs> now, there's an article uh, from the uh, Rochester Democrat and Chronicle. Apparently you've read it already. I have. You read a lot from uh, about the Bills, apparently. I was just curious, just wondering like what they had to do to make the playoffs, and uh, there's two situations. Now, where the hell are they? That's the question. They're in here Stop somewhere. firing uh, coaches when the coach only has a season or two to work with the team. Pretty much. Yeah, this is the article. Let's see. <laughs> where the hell's the 8-7, and seven, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. <laughs> it was in this article somewhere. Now I don't see it, unless it was this one. I don't know. Uh, Whatever the Bills have to win, and like either Baltimore has to lose or two other teams have to lose. Oh, shut <laughs> That's all right. It's not playing through the. Oh, okay. wasn't playing through the broadcast. So everyone's just like, oh, so they're just making fun of something that I can't hear. Great. Yeah. Whatever. That's the that's the that's the idea, basically. <laughs> Buffalo has to win, t- and at least one other team has to lose. <laughs> that's funny. And um, but they they were saying that. This is the first time since 2004 that the Bills have been this close to the playoffs with a week left to go in the season. <laughs> What's uh, There was another one I heard uh, uh, a couple weeks ago. It was the Bills have never lost a game when they were ahead at halftime. Someone like said that like statistic, and I'm like, that's a lie. Yeah, that that, that is such I, a, I highly doubt was, that's true. It was it was like it was like Fox. It was like Fox uh, Sports or something because I was I was getting grabbing Chinese when they said it, so because I don't watch Fox, but um, right. But it was just so hilarious. Like here, I'm like, no, that's impossible because um, they've never been in the playoffs in like a decade or something. Yeah. So um, yeah, liars. Uh, or that could just mean that they've uh, always been trailing at halftime. Yeah, which, that's entirely possible. Yeah, for them. Yeah, <laughs> let's do the Bills cheer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's great is uh, is, is like despite the fact that the Bills have the better record and a shot at the playoffs, I can still brag about my Niners because they've won like four games and the Bills have lost two of the last four. <laughs> so you can only sort of. So I can sort of brag like, yeah, my team's doing better at the end of the season. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you guys. <laughs> oh man. 
So that's sports for you. How's the hockey going? <laughs> hey, you know, you do realize what's going on uh, in about an hour. No. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres will be at the Barclays Center taking on your New New York Islanders. Oh, okay. My buddy was just there the other day for uh, for Christmas Eve. Or yeah. no, it was the day before Christmas. Okay. Yeah, it was the 23rd. Yeah, the Sabres and Islanders are playing tonight. It's okay. So. Islanders are out of Barclays Center soon. Good. They're going back to Long Island. Good. Because having a... I guess Barclays still counts as being on the island, but it's Queens. Queens doesn't like to admit that they're on the island. <laughs> so. But, yeah. Excuse me. Don't mind me. It's been a very a long, long couple of days. I've had to wear clothes. Up until yesterday, I had to wear clothes for like five days in a row. Wow. And I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> just can't do it. Such bullshit. I had people sleeping over. I had my kids sleep over. And then just I had to I picked my kids up on the twenty third, which was Saturday? Yeah, Saturday was the twenty third. And I went to grab my kids at 1 o'clock. It usually takes me about an hour to get to them. Hour to an hour and a half. It took me two and a half hours to get to them. Because not one road was fucking plowed. Of course. And the only way to get to my kids is this backcountry fucking road through farms. After I get off the 90. Excuse me. And let me fucking tell you, man. Holy shit. Like, I'm going no more than, like, 10 miles an hour down this fucking road. I can't see more than, like, 15 feet in front of me. I'm, like, pissing my 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 pants. It's fucking scary. So. <laughs> Life is better without clothes. Yeah. And yes, it is, Mark. But, uh, yeah, so I was just like, Jesus Christ, man. I was so fucking scared. And it took me, like, three hours to get home. My windshield wiper broke. Oh, no. Uh, halfway, I had to stop at the TA truck stop and try and i just duct taped it on nice so and then uh when i got and then i got back into buffalo and i had to stop at my bank and i'm on, on the way home there was a fucking uh auto parts uh store so i was able to grab some some winter blades and but it was like what the fuck man like <laughs> and my kids are like so we're we gonna spend any time with you or are we just gonna be driving until tomorrow when you have to drop us off because i only had <laughs> i had them for the night so but yeah we, we got that shit taken care of it was just fucking crazy you guys need approval? Apparently they need approval on a post. I don't know. Good. No pending posts. Yeah, somebody must have gotten to it before. Losers. What was that? Uh, I just saw some pop punk bands. What was up with that? Yeah, that was the thing I saw in a wrestling uh, group on Facebook this morning. Somebody uh, had asked, uh, one of these bands has to go. Blink-182, Good Charlotte, Simple Plan, or Sum 41. Like, what do you mean has to go? Like, doesn't exist. They're gone. Like, ever? Or they just, they're done, they quit? Uh, There's a lot in there. Well, it says, this one's for pop punk fans. One's gotta go, who you got? So, let's say, doesn't fucking exist. Never exists? Simple plan. Simple, really? Yeah. And I just saw them, and I got a signed poster from them and everything. (laughs) Because if you listen to Good Charlotte, Good Charlotte had two great albums, which was... uh, the Good Charlotte, yeah, the Good Charlotte album, and the Young and the Young and the Hopeless, the Young and the Hopeless. Okay. Listen to the. Have when's the last time you listened to those? Um, two days ago, all the way through with my kids. Okay, my well. kids love Good Charlotte. I all asked right. them what do they want to play in the car. First, they said Good Charlotte, and then they said Tom DeLonge. <laughs> so, and then, right. and then I put on Box Car Racer, which they hadn't heard before, and they hated it. So, because my my choice was Good Charlotte. Really? Yes. But do you ever even listen to Simple Plan? 
Not really, but I think that their music held up better than Good Charlotte's. Well, for me, I, I, I saw both of them together, actually. Oh, see, I've never seen Good Charlotte. I've seen some. For, the, the four options are Blick 182, Good Charlotte, Sum 41, and Simple Plan. And um, it doesn't help that our our view, our listeners can't actually hear this so or see this. So right. uh, Blick 2, of course, no for me because you're wearing their T-shirt right yeah, now. I'm wearing their T-shirt and they're tattooed <laughs> on me. It's actually the, the, the album that they took the photo from yeah. is actually uh, the what I got tattooed on me. Right. So, um, of course, not Blick 2 because um, I just listened to Cheshire Cat the other day, too. Yeah, right. Um, um, Some 41... Uh, they're still coming out with good music. They came out with um, uh, Screaming Bloody Murder, which I think is my favorite album by them, which I also really love Chuck, Half Hour of Power. Um, the only one I really don't like is Underclass Hero. Okay. Because that was the one that, uh, when Brown Sound quit, because he wanted to go more in a pop. It was weird. He wanted to go in a pop punk direction. He didn't want to do any more metal music. And then he leaves, and then they came out with the most pop punk album out there. <laughs> so, but Underclass Hero was sort of like Sum Forty One was trying to be American Idiot, I think. So, um, but they just came out with Thirteen Voices. I haven't really got into the album. I've heard the album a couple times, but I just finally got a, a really cool blue spe- Bluetooth speaker for my car to match with my hundred and twenty five gig music on my phone. So, right. Um, Simple Plan has like no pads, no helmets, just balls. That whole album's pretty good. Yeah. And then they've got, like, a couple of good singles. And a good Charlotte, though, has two great albums all the way through, for the most part. I can't stand Hold On, which is the suicide prevention song. Well, I mean, my thing with Good Charlotte has always been, my dad left, too. You don't hear me fucking whining about it and getting paid big bucks. Well, it's because you (laughs) couldn't write a good song about your dad leaving it. (laughs) So, I mean, to be fair, if you could write a good song about your dad leaving you, I mean... But not all their songs are about their dad leaving them. There's like one or two lines in like one or two songs. I swear to God, like the entire fucking album, Daddy left and he was gone and he didn't come back. And we're writing songs about it. To be fair, they were both they were still teenagers when both of those albums came out. <laughs> I mean, let's be fair here. Sure. I mean, but but, but but then after that, they still had some good. They they had like the song I just want. I just want to live. Like they turned into more of a pop rock band. Sure. And then. The Madden Brothers, they like, they're like, okay, Good Charlotte needs to have a break. It's been overload on Good Charlotte, so let's the whole band takes a break. So what the Madden Madden Brothers do? They wrote all of Five Seconds of Summer's second album, which was a great album for it for because uh, they're they're an Australian. They call themselves they're on pop stations, so I guess in America you call them a pop band. Sure, but they're punk pop in Australia and everywhere else in the world. But the kids are like 17, 16, 17. So, and good, like I said, Good Charlotte, they just came out with Youth Authority, which I'm still trying to get into, but because it's still got a lot of pop, a lot more pop elements than punk pop. Sure. But it's still pretty good. Um, it's just, I think out of everyone, Simple Plan hasn't held up enough. And they only have like one great album. And then still not getting any, which is their, which is their sophomore album, is like half of it's good. <coughs> so that's that. I think that's where I'd go. Um, it was funny because Nick Landers just got just shot me this huge message earlier today, and um, out of the blue because Nick likes to do that. Right. <laughs> um. Let's see. Let me just get rid of this ass. Okay. <laughs> So Nick sent me this message earlier, and he goes, 
I've been listening to Angels and Airwaves a ton lately. I'm listening to Love Part 1. My god, it's perfect. I love Blink-182, and I always will. It defined my youth. I love the sophisticated sound of Angels and Airwaves. It's mature, it's bold. He took a ton of risks, meaning Tom DeLong. Sure. It might not have panned out to be immensely popular, but it connected with me in a big, bad way, and it happened at the exact time I needed it to. And every time they release a new record, it's right around the same time something huge was happening in his life. And he says it just resonates with him. So, And then he goes on and talks about the shitty early November. No offense, man. I'm just not a big early November <laughs> fan. Um, but And then I said, yeah, the G- Dreamwalker EP is pretty damn good. And he goes, well, it was an LP. And I said, okay, I couldn't remember offhand. But that's that's pretty good. And then I and then he's he keeps releasing EPs, um, Chasing Shadows of Nightmares and Phantom Brake Pedal, which um, and then he goes on. He goes, I, I like Blink 182 with Matt Skiba. Only the new songs, though. I don't like hearing him sing Tom's parts. I wish Mark and Travis just created something new with Skiba. They shouldn't have to rely on the Blink 182 entity. And I understand not wanting to end it for good, but I can't blame Tom for not wanting to play songs from t- from telling stories about high school in his 30s slash 40s. <laughs> Which I can well, I Okay, I'll let you go first. Well, I mean, we've seen Blink-182 twice since California came out. Yes. And the first time, I was not big on Matt Skiba doing Tom DeLonge's vocals. Yes. The second time, I thought he improved vastly. Yeah. And I thought he did very well. And in fact, in my comment to this uh, particular post is... Good Charlotte for me, out of all the stuff I own by all these bands, Good Charlotte is the one I feel held up the worst. Blink really redeemed themselves with Matt Skiba replacing Tom and releasing California. I could toss all four and all four and not blink. <laughs> I can toss all four and not blink. Oh, okay, I got not, it. Not, not blink. If it had to be one, Good Charlotte seems good. Make sure Simple Plan is staple to them. Well, here here's my thing with Blink One Two, and I and I and I lay this out every every once in a while, and I said the same thing to to Nick, which was along the lines of, I feel like Tom just thought Blink One Two would be a really great crash cash grab, and he's just like, you know, let me reconnect with Travis, let's go into a studio and record again, and it's like, dude, it wasn't right, it it really just it wasn't right, and like Neighborhoods is so disjointed in spots and. I like the up to the first like six songs, and then I like a couple others here and there. But I think Neighborhoods is just a disjointed album. And then you and then I found out later on that that Mark and and Travis were in the same room together. Mark was living in England and then still traveled to to California to record with Travis. But Tom still living in in California, like he lived like a couple of hundred miles away. I think he lived like two or three hundred miles away. But he only would record in his own studio. Right. So, and I understand like going, Hey, I want to, you know, I want, I want to be somewhere comfortable and blah, blah, blah. But why don't you bring them? Why don't you bring Mark and Travis in or, you know, I don't know the whole thing, but it's just disjointed. Then they did the dogs eating dogs EP, which I actually really enjoy the song boxing day. I like all the songs, but boxing day for some reason resonates with me a lot more than the other songs did. The other songs just sounded like cast off of neighborhoods. And the thing is, is the reason I like the Blink-182 untitled slash self-titled album, because they call it untitled and then others call it self-titled, but the reason I like that album is because it has that sophistication that Angels and Airwaves started bringing, but still had the punk roots, and that's why I like calling it post-punk. And, um, but then, Neighborhoods is just, it to me, for the most part, it just sounds like Angels and Airwaves. Like, the whole thing, because Angels, Angels and Airwaves has that little punk tinge to it. Just right. that, that's just that little bit, that that dash of punk. 
and that's what neighborhoods was and and I told you know I you know Nick thinks like well Tom just wanted to Tom just wanted to reconnect with Travis also and I'm like that's fine but they should not have kept it going because what it did is it derailed plus 44 and I think the difference between plus 44 and Angels and Airwaves is all the Angels and Airwaves fans knew because Tom made it really clear that he's still doing Angels and Airwaves and Blink-182. And he would not call either of them his main project. Now, the way he he laid out Angels and Airwaves was it was an art project, which also means he does not consider Blink-182 art, which is actually how he treated it. Right. He treated it as a cash grab. I saw him back in Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, then I and and he was he was completely wasted. Then I saw him um, during the reunion. Then I saw Skiba, and Skiba was better both times, and was even better this time. And then they even and then he did deep cuts off Enema of the State, mm-hmm. which was really nice to hear. Um, and he played him better than I think Tom ever did. I think what sure. happened was Skiba went. Um, he checked out all all the a lot of the live footage from him playing the summer before and went, okay, I can't sing this song. Let me right, not sing right. the song again. Yeah. Because they did a lot of televised appearances and shit like, and, and festivals and shit. So, um, but yeah, I think like Tom even said like, Hey, maybe there's a return here. I'm like, you know what, Tom, I don't, I, I don't want him to come back to blink Two because it's not going to be blink one Right. This blink one Two is with Skiba is more blink than, than anything else. But even, I agree. But even then this blink isn't the blink I grew up with. This blink is, it's too polished. Like the thing I really liked about um and, and Marty Freeman's a good producer, don't get me wrong. Um and you know, I still haven't listened to show you how much I'm afraid of the new Blink Way 2 is I still have not listened to the second I the second uh <laughs> album, pseudo album they released uh with California. Right. And because I've heard a couple things here and there, and it's just I'm like, okay, well, every song to me, because it sounds so similar, the, the, sure. just the mixing and the mastering sounds so similar. It's like a, a great example is, and a great example is like the Blink-22 album, the self slash untitled album. Like there's different guitar sounds and everything, but in this one in California, all the guitar sounds exactly the same. And a lot of it sounds the same from neighborhoods. It's like they took the same patches from a Kemper or something and just moved them over over there and and that sh- that shit doesn't that shit bothers me a lot same with same with um metallica metallica you can tell what out like just give a guitar right of a chorus mm-hmm. and you could tell what almost tell exactly what album metal the song the the album it's from yeah because metallica goes almost the sound almost didn't change between kill em all and master of puppets um, for the most part, I mean, they got better amps and better guitars, but for the most part, it really didn't change because they're like, we want a high gain. We're a metal band, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Then they started getting a little bit more sophisticated with, um, and justice for all. Uh, and then, then the black album happened, but all the guitars roughly sound like the black album, unless they specifically didn't want it to sound like all the other guitars. Right. Uh, and then look at fuel look at a uh, load and reload i mean th- sure. that's like the exact same guitar tones then almost all the guitar tones are the same in saint anger and then almost all the guitars are the same in uh death magnetic and then they're almost all the same in the new one and like that shit bothers me it's like can't you just 
at least give a little bit of a tonal difference. Like it, I mean, just throw an extra guitar in there, man. Like that shit. See, that never bothered me. And, and and you're absolutely right that you can tell a Metallica album just from like a you know a, a guitar tone. Now now the funny thing is is you can tell uh, a Metallica album from literally just a snare hit too, because the <laughs> snare and that's not even a joke, but it's true. No, I, because, I got you. But because the way it's mixed, like, and a lot of artists I understand are like this. I like the sound. I don't want to. I don't want to change it too much. But then you listen to a band like Seether or a band like Chevelle. Who I've been listening to a lot more lately, um, their songs are different. Like the just the song to song is very different. And then it's funny because you can listen to the red and go, if they tried making the red now, it would sound completely different. But sure. Metallica, if they tried doing Kill 'em All, for the most part, it would it would sound the same. Like roughly, if they did anything off Kill 'em All, except for of course anesthesia. So right, um, I don't know. It's it it's difficult, and I know I'm 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 going off the going off the. Well, rails I don't know here. because I mean, if you look at um like Orion from Master of Puppets, the instrumental, yeah, and then you go to uh, 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 through the never the uh, the the live uh, concert movie deal yeah. that they did, um, and check out the ending credits of that is just them. No audience, just them playing Orion. Yes. And it's a complete, it like, it's the same song. It's just, it sounds completely different because yeah. it sounds like Metallica now playing Metallica from 1988. So, like, I, I don't I know. I got to tell you, by the way, I, I listened to uh, Master of Puppets on vinyl and it was just like listening to it for the first time. See? Vinyl, Appet- man. Appetite for, I got Appetite for Destruction, Guns N' Roses because I, I had that Hot Topic copy. Yeah. And those Hot Topic copies suck. Yeah. So I, I ordered a proper copy of Appetite and just listened to that. And it's like, oh, it's so much better. Yeah, I, I was lucky because <laughs> I got uh, the I got this really great deal last, I think it was last year. Um, It was the Blink-182 Hot Topic Splattered Art Series. So it was right. all the Blink-182 stuff. And it was all mixed for vinyl, which is really cool. Right. And that's the difference. Most of the hot topic stuff isn't mixed for vinyl. It's just they take the CD and throw it on on vinyl and call it a day. And it's it it's not even that the mix was bad. It was that it skipped. Oh, okay. Like constantly. You should also get a slip mat for your uh thingy. Yeah. I I know a really great place where you can get a slip mat. I'm sure you do. But yeah, I got my um I got to hit a record store with you at some point. Oh yeah. <laughs> now that I'm uh I got a equipped. guy he's got the uh he's got the Master Puppets box set. <laughs> I don't and, have, and kill them all. I don't have the money for those. Yeah, I am <laughs> so trying to catch up still on He's everything. got Injustice for All on vinyl. Nice. So I almost I almost bought Justice and ended up getting Appetite instead. No, I, 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 I was, man. It was like was this close to buying and I'm like, "You know what? No, let me get it's right down underneath. Damn it. Me. Careful, man. <laughs> Brian's going to injure himself playing with a fidget spinner. I know. <laughs> but oh. yeah, it was It was like, I could have got justice. I'm like, no, you know what? I'm going to wait. Because one, I know they're going to re-release it soon. They're going to do the box set treatment for that. About two years. Uh, yeah, I mean, because they've they've done, you know, Kill Em All. They've done Ride the Lightning. They've done Master of Puppets. So the next one, logically, is Justice. I hope there's, I, I hope they have Injustice for, just, uh, for Jason. And- yeah, right. That'd, That'd be, be great. Hilarious. That'd be great. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I, part of me is like, I can, one, I can save and wait for that. 
Uh, and and two, like I really wanted appetite for destruction. So well, yeah, out of all of them, you should definitely have gotten appetite. Yeah, I don't have any Guns and Roses actually. I um, now I have appetite and I have Chinese democracy, so now I got to get the use your illusions. And then spaghetti incident. And the spaghetti incident, I'll get yes. G-R-I's. And lies, lies, yep. definitely. Lies is a completely underrated album, by the way. It is. It's 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 good, but so is I think um, Spaghetti Incident's pretty underrated too. It's just a lot of people don't. They're like, "What the fuck is this?" But it's like it's Guns N' Roses doing covers. What did you expect? Yeah, this is what Guns N' Roses would sound like performing these songs. Yeah, so uh, I think Metallica should do a covers album again. Yeah, yeah, but should they should actually go into a studio and just record like record an actual covers album, not like this half-ass stuff at some point, and then this other half-ass stuff at some other point. But that's essentially what their covers album was. The first disc was all the stuff that was, uh, or was it the second disc? I don't know, whichever, but it was all the stuff thrown together from their entire career of doing covers. And then the other disc was all new covers. Cool. So uh, we got a show coming up on uh, yeah. Sunday night. Speaking of music. Sunday night. <laughs> Hey, you know who's playing there? You're playing there. Maybe me. You're playing there. <laughs> yes. I'm playing with my band, Breaking Solace. <laughs> Breaking Solace. Don't, don't, please don't call it Solace. <laughs> You're like, well, Brian said one time in this in podcast that only one person's ever listened to you that it's Solace. So uh, <laughs> you're all saying it wrong. And I'm the greatest fan in the world. <laughs> Tell me that did not sound a little bit like Lars during Napster. <laughs> sure. Oh, uh, this is our money, and you're like stealing it from us. So, uh, <laughs> fuck you, D. Snyder. <laughs> so, what song do you uh, uh, do, do? We've played "Thrown Away" and we've played "Descend." Yeah, I mean, I've got your whole catalog. So, yeah. I mean, so, um, whatever, whatever you would like, we've. Let's do one got. of my favorite songs. Let's do "My Eternity." My <laughs> let's Eternity. do "Prelude." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, "My Eternity." This is from the album "The Stand" from Breaking Solace. Uh, and you can see members of Breaking Solace this Sunday night. I didn't want to play you yet. It's so loud! I didn't want to play you yet. Jesus. Yeah, it sort of just goes into it because there's a prelude first. Right. And then it goes into My Eternity. So so the My Eternity goes on right away. But, um... Yeah, so it's it's uh, members <laughs> of Breaking Solace. Uh, it's going to be everybody but um, our lead guitarist. Uh, so it's, it's going to be me on guitar for most of the songs. Maybe not all of them. I may jump off stage and videotape uh, Dan. <laughs> uh, Dan's playing guitar and singing, uh, and then uh, we're thinking about having a Jake in a fucking sling and still playing Cajon up there. Nice. Because somehow I can't keep him off of a goddamn stage. <laughs> Apparently not. So he's like, he's apeshit. But uh, also, uh, we're trying to like raise some funds, and we don't like begging for money. We don't like doing the GoFundMe stuff if we, sure. if we can help it. So... We're selling uh, merch um, at our big cartel store for now, and then, uh, or you can just go directly through us, and we've got like sweatshirts, t-shirts, um, CDs, and then we also have uh, one-of-a-kind custom-made each guitar string bracelets, uh, and the strings are played by the um, Breaking Solace members. So, yeah, um, and this, uh, we're, we're going to be opening the night out, up. Um, Yes, and then, and then uh, what do you call Exxon Priory gets gets the uh, the second slot like they've always wanted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, there's going to be Tokyo Monsters and more. So. Yeah, and more. <laughs> Did you see? We got the posters. We never even ended up getting the posters out, but we we got the posters. We just as uh, I got back to Karina's place, I'm like, 
Give me a piece of paper. Yeah. And I wrote and more and I put it over the Billy Draws 2 logo. Yeah, oh, the poster it. took a picture of it. Yeah, what was it? It was um someone I think it was Mike Miller who's he shared the picture that said uh Billy Draws 2 wants to wish you happy holidays. And I'm like, and more <laughs> <laughs> That's a, yeah, that's that's the running gag with them now is and more. Alright, uh so Breaking Solace, my eternity. Think so, Joe Show.
Breaking Solace on all WNY Radio. Think so, Joe Show? Well, that would have been one of those times where you just jumped in and yelled the band name. Uh, I got promoters. Uh, Breaking Solace! No, I got I got promoters um, <laughs> yeah. messaging me. So it's it was like everyone got... I posted a thing on Facebook uh, a couple of... Like a week ago. I was just like, hey, East Coast promoters, get at me. And then like the next day, I was like, hey, Ohio promoters, get at me. Um, I want to start booking in the new year. And instead of everyone just having my info and waiting, they're all like, hey, want to book you? What band, you know, what band is it? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, here's the band. And like, oh, shit, how much of a guarantee do you want? You know, we can't do more than $400. I'm like, oh, less than, it's like, oh, less than 400 Are you sure? But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, um, so everyone's like, and I just got this promoter that I just wanted Boston because weed's legal there. <laughs> that's the main reason i want to massachusetts and like well we also book in uh all of the new england area like they book apparently connecticut oh wow um maine um new hampshire and um and massachusetts i'm like perfect so um it was just funny because i'm they're like getting at me nonstop, and then i got two ohio bookers here's the cool thing i got these two ohio bookers one works east the east side of ohio the east side of the state. The other one works the west side of the state. And they're both trying to fight each other for the central area of Ohio. <laughs> nice. So both of them are now trying to... Because they saw... Each of them saw that I friended the other guy. Oh, no. So they're like, <laughs> um, if you work with this guy, I can't work with you. And so I'm trying really, really hard to go, hey, guys, um, maybe I shouldn't be in the middle of your battle. Yeah, right. Especially because, you know, so what I'm probably going to do is I'm probably going to try finding uh, a central Ohio booker or I'll book shows with both of the promoters in the central area. So I'll do one west side and one central one time and then one central and one east side another time and then go to them and go, hey, motherfuckers, um, I'm trying to see who's the better promoter and I will stick my business will stick with that one for now on. So but I'm trying to be fucking nice and cool calm and collected because i hate it when people piss me the fuck off right they're playing ironworks oh yeah michael graves yeah yeah mikhail graves mikhail is his name really mikhail i'm pretty sure everyone's always said michael graves to me it's mikhail graves really? didn't you watch wcw when the misfits were there uh no <laughs> did anybody i did because the misfits were on with vampiro <laughs> And then, like, the Misfits left, and ICP joined Vampiro, and I'm like, fuck this. See, I actually remember the ICP one, Dark Lotus uh, Vampiro, because <laughs> yeah. he was actually he was actually on one of the uh, the records, and he's just like, I am Vampiro, and this is Dark Lotus Family, and then, like, a song came on that it didn't have him on there, <laughs> but it had Twisted, Jamie Minoxide, Min Jamie, Jamie Maddox and the Minoxide Child <laughs> from Twisted. Uh huh. Their biggest song was "People Are Strange," which was a cover of The Doors. <laughs> so. But yeah, so uh, yeah, it's gonna be a fun night. Uh, can't wait to get there early and uh, and and sound check, and then leave five seconds after we're done playing. No, <laughs> I'll stay for a little bit. Yeah, I'll stay until like eleven fifty-eight or something. <laughs> I don't know. You're not gonna stick around for midnight. You're just like. Guys, I gotta go. It's only three more minutes. I know, but I really gotta go. <laughs> so I gotta. I just hope nobody gets like as drunk as I did the the night I the one time I played like the midnight slot going into New Year's Eve or going going into New Year's Day, where I'm like, 
no, there's only 11 minutes left on the clock. And it was actually like the time, and it was like 1130. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was so drunk. There's video of that. <laughs> of course there is. I, um, yeah, I, I don't know. My band doesn't really drink that much. Yeah. So like, uh, one of our, one of our band members, I'm not going to name names. We, we played our coming out show, uh, in, uh, uh, it was our first show back and we, we, we get them playing. Everyone's sober when we get there and everyone's sober when we play and then no one, and then everyone has like a beer or two and, it was just funny because like one of our members just started. He's like, Brian, this man's fucking awesome, Brian. They just keep buying me beers. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, uh, maybe slow. No, I'm good, man. I'm good. And that's, then, what, that's what I miss about being in the bands is like <laughs> free beer. And then the next night um, or the next morning, he's just like, okay, guys, I think I drank a little more than than I thought I was. So if I start drinking too much, maybe you guys should let me know, hey, maybe you should slow down and not drink anymore. I'm like, I did do that. And he's like, what happened? I'm like, you said, no, you were good. And that I didn't see you for another hour because you were getting <laughs> drunk with the other bands. Yeah. He's just like, but I have all of my money still. I'm like, I know, because they kept buying you drinks. He's like, you know, I think they wanted to get me drunk. I'm like, <laughs> you think like it's like this underhanded thing. I'm like, of course they want to get you drunk. <laughs> no band likes to get drunk on their own. Then they think they're alcoholics. But if everybody else is drinking with